Hi, welcome back to the Caps Business Podcast. I'm Devin Duckelman, and today we are joined with Susan Harms with the Festival of Trees. Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you guys? Good, how are you? Thanks for having me. All right, so uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Give us a little backstory. Well, um, I used to be the co-principal at Washington Middle School, and now I'm retired. I help with the volleyball team, help coach the volleyball team. I work with Meals on Wheels. I'm one of the directors for Meals on Wheels in town, and our church started this Festival of Trees, and so we continue to do that, and hopefully we'll help some of the food pantries here in the city of Washington. So can you give us a little overview of what the Festival of Trees is? Exactly. It is a Festival of Trees in a bus barn with little vignettes along the way, and we have various businesses from the city of Washington that come in and decorate trees along the way. Um, And then every school in the school district of Washington has decorated a tree, and that will be on display in there too. We have, um, we'll have Santa there every night. We'll have a conductor from the Polar Express there every night handing out free tickets to the kids to get hot chocolate. We have a little gingerbread house display. It's just a fun fun time. Our purpose is to raise money and canned food for the food pantries in, in Washington. So I was reading that it was originally held at your guys' church at St. Peter's and you guys moved to the Mid-American Coaches Barn. What caused that? Um, as every change happened during COVID, this was a COVID decision. Um, we didn't want a bunch of people walking through church during COVID, so we tried to think of a way we could do a drive-through event. We scoured the city of Washington for various places and fell upon Mid-America coaches, not aware that they had this facility. We were hoping to use one of their maintenance barn, maintenance garages and just drive straight through. And the, uh, Lloyd Bailey, one of the managers, said, we have this barn or garage that you can use and it's not that big. We can fit three cars in there at a time. You kind of go forward, turn, and you're out. But it's perfect for what we wanted to do. So we thought we would attack it, see if we could do it. And we were so much more successful there than we were at our church. We brought in, in 2020, over $6,000, where at church we maybe would take in 200 to $300. And the amount of canned food was up a little bit. But the majority of the canned food we get are from big food drives. The high school does one, middle school does one, the Elks. But we take in about 13,000 um, different types of food in the food drive. And then we divide it all up equally among the food pantries in town. How long have you guys been doing this for? You know, I was thinking of that on the way over here. I'm going to guess it's probably our 13th or 14th year that we've had it. Gotcha. Yeah. Is it just a bunch of volunteers from the church, or how do you guys gather people to help with it? When we would have it at our church, we would have over 80 trees that were decorated. We can't fit 80 trees out where it is now, so um, various businesses come in and decorate. I think this year, I think we have right around 30 trees that are decorated. And as far as volunteers, mainly they're from our church. The core group, we always joke, are five women over 60 that put this thing together. Um, and then we have a couple of our um, uh, gentlemen that help us wire it and put it together and do all the hard hard labor. But it's it's nothing spectacular, but it's pretty cool. Yeah. 
So do you guys have a, like, where you can get out of the car and, like, look around at stuff, or is it just a drive-through type thing? It's pretty much drive-through. Um, and, and it's not very big. Like I said, three cars can fit in, so the first car kind of drives in, and then we, you know, we have the spot where we actually say for them to stop, and they can kind of take their time, look around, and then they'll make a little left-hand turn and can kind of look around, and then they'll turn again left and look at the trees, and then they're out. And if they want to come back through again, it's fine. It's free. There's no charge. We're just asking for donations to the food pantry. But if people don't donate, we're not going to turn anybody away. And when's this timeline? So, like, when are you running it through? Uh, we're open every Saturday and Sunday, the month of December prior to Christmas. So three weekends from 5 to 8 at night. And Mid-America is located south 47 between Washington and Union. I was reading that there's an Iron Spike model train museum conductor that comes from that business to run it. Well, we didn't solicit, we did ask Iron Spike and they're not gonna be there every night so we're getting volunteers to act as our conductors and they're gonna hand out, uh, we have these golden tickets made to the kids in the car and Scudder, I think it's Scudder Company and Exit 11 agreed to honor those tickets with hot chocolate for the kids. And then the Bank of Franklin County and Citizens Bank said they would pay the bill for it. So they're going to be our sponsors. And then also um, the Sheriff's, Franklin County Sheriff's Department, they, they provide us a car at the site because Highway 47 is kind of a busy road. So they have provided us a car and they keep their lights on and help a little bit with traffic, hoping to slow it down. And they also give us cones to put out to you know, cue the cars in before they go in. And this year they're going to give us a big bubble light, which is a light you use in a parking lot, because the entrance is kind of dark. So we're hoping that light will help illuminate the entrance so people can see a little bit better. So they're doing that with no charge. Bank of Franklin County, we, we appreciate them and Citizens Bank for sponsoring the hot chocolate. And where is all this food that you guys raise going to? It goes to all the food pantries in Washington. So I, I know our church, St. Peter's, has one, St. Francis Borgia, Loving Hearts. I think the Methodist Church has one. And I, there, someone said there's the fifth. There's five. I'm not sure where the fifth one is located, but all the food pantry managers, you know, are pretty intertwined and they work together. So if you come to our church, you'll see it all divided up, and then they have pockets for each with the, each food pantry's name on it, and they come and pick it all up. And typically we take a picture with whoever raises the most money, I mean the most uh, canned food, before we ship it off to the food pantries. And if somebody was in need of food, where, they, where might they find to be able to go? If they go to each of those places have times that they uh, offer food. So our church, I think it's Monday Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and they vary. Sometimes they're 9 to 12 in the morning. Sometimes they're 1 to 2 in the afternoon. It just varies. The times are posted outside the door for the food pantry. Gotcha. And it is very family-oriented, so about how many families would you say, like, cars come in every Saturday, Sunday? Like, does it get busier on one day or the other? Or I don't think that there's a specific time that it's busy. It, it's kind of an unknown when it's going to get busy, but we have a... It, it's a fairly good trail to get down to the to the actual barn from the highway, and there are times when it's backed up to the highway and we have to queue in another line. Um, I'm not. I know we counted how many cars and people came in. I just don't. I, I don't recall that information, but it's it's pretty successful. That's good. So and Santa be there every night. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, and Mrs. Claus. <laughs> yes, every so, night. Guys, if you want to bring your kids to go see Santa and Mrs. Claus, make sure you go see the Festival of Trees. So, so when you guys had this at the church, did you guys just have like a bunch of trees in your church and people would come and look at them and then donate, or how did that work? Um, we, have, we have a bunch of trees that we store at our church, and we set up, I want to say, four or five rooms, and then businesses would come in and decorate it, like the Elks would come in or the Rotary or Humane Society, and then people would just come and walk around them and view them that way. That sounds cool. Yeah, it was really pretty. And uh, how do people, like, sponsor a tree? Like sign up to sponsor a tree. They just like, we we have a list of people that have done it in the past, and we contact them. But if ever anybody's interested, they can just call the church or get a hold of me, and we're more than happy to. If we have a tree farm and room, we're more than happy to accommodate. So, what does that outreach process look like when you're trying to find uh, people to sponsor you? Is there anything in particular you do, like an ad in the paper? Or we we typically don't put an ad in the paper. We have a list, and we all send a mailing out. And then uh, we also have their email addresses, and we'll follow up with an email. And um, people have heard about it, or they'll contact us and say, hey, we heard you're having this. Can we put a tree up? We try to contact the church, area churches. Um, a lot of community businesses like the Rotary, the Elks, the Optimus, they all, put, they all have trees up. Um, Humane Society, schools. Like Green Spa has a tree. The Alumni Association from Mizzou always has a tree. I'm trying to think of the knit. There's a knitting group in town. They have a tree, and they put a bunch of knitting, cute little knitting things on it. It's kind of cool, too, to see all the, how they decorate all the different trees. Oh, yeah. And how long have you had some of those sponsors? Or some oh, of them like probably. From the beginning? Oh, yeah. Master Gardeners are a big – they decorate a beautiful tree. They always come up with a theme, and it's – uh, it's really it's really remarkable what some of the ideas they come up with. Gotcha. How many new sponsors would you say you get every year? New ones? Mm, maybe four or five. Oh, A lot awesome. of them are return. You know, once they're in, they enjoy doing it. Gotcha. And like you said, that schools come and decorate. So each one of our areas or district schools in the district come and decorate a tree. So like. You see all like those families coming through and seeing like their school's tree. This is the first year that every school district, Dr. Kephart asked every every school to put a tree in. In the past, we've had always one from the high school, Four Rivers, the middle school, um, some some of the elementaries, Clearview has always put one in. But this year, we have a tree from every every school in the district, and she wanted it to be a Blue Jay theme. So most of them are, not all of them, but most of them are Blue Jay themes, and they kind of have their own little area. And we also have cut out pictures of all the administrators, you know, like those big heads. Yeah, and we're going to put our goal, or we worked on it last night a little bit. Then we have choir robes, like little choir robes that go around their heads and a, and a ribbon so they look like a choir. And so we're going to have them kind of up high below the, above the trees looking like a little choir. And they're kind of funny because you have like Mr. King and all the administrators uh, in the... In the mm -hmm. So do you guys have like a little competition then with this decorating of the trees? Like do the businesses like have like, do they compete and like see which one's the best out of all of them or is it just... In the, when we had it at church, it was easier to pick the best because we would ask people to put their canned food under their favorite tree. 
out there it's a little difficult more difficult because they don't actually put their food under their tree we collect it before they go in um, I was thinking about that last night how we could come up with a something we hand them and they could vote on their tree but I don't know if we're going to have that or not it might just be everybody's the best no winner what has been your favorite like tree decorated like one to look at what's been your favorite mine actually has been master gardeners they always they always it, some of the things they do are astonishing they take um i don't know acorns or they take leaves and they make them into these really pretty ornaments and they spray paint them and you look at it and you're like wow who would have ever thought that this year theirs is is ma mainly white with a lot of poinsettias in it it's just really pretty and who are the master gardeners? Is it like a group on the hike? I think it's a Franklin County area group where they get certified to be master gardeners. And I'm not positive, but I think they help out with maybe some of the different, uh, like, blue, uh, Washington and Bloom things in town, too. You know, you see big pots on Front Street with flowers and stuff in it. Mm -hmm. I think they might help with that. I know there's another Washington garden, garden club that does that. Well, that sounds sure. like they put on a good tree, though. <laughs> they got a great tree. We're not sure what they do, but they got a great tree. And this is, is this, um, is this United Way? No. Just four, four ladies over 60? Five. Five, five ladies, ladies over 60. 60. And, yeah, five ladies over 60 put this together and. Successful. Successful. Very oh. successful. Is there, like, a group of other people that you plan on like passing the torch to or are you guys just plan on doing it for as long for as, as long can, as we can what, what, what do you guys want to do with it? sure if anybody younger wants to come and help us that'd be fine and dandy we'll help them we do get a lot of volunteers to help actual the night of direct traffic and you know hand out the the golden tickets and we get people volunteering to um help santa and mm -hmm. mrs claus and uh things like that but actually the move and we we store all these these trees in, in our church so we have to load them up move them all the way down there unpack them get them out you know put the trees up and we have them some high some low you know we have them all over the place so we're um we put our back braces on and go <laughs> after it <laughs> real tree or fake trees oh good question they're all fake they're all fake which do you prefer though if you put one on your house Right I, I have a fake one in my house. Uh, easy cleanup. I know. I, I do like I do like real trees. We I don't think we could have real trees out there. I think it might be a little bit of a fire hazard, maybe. Mm, I don't true. know. Yeah. They get dried out. I don't know. A little yeah. sappy too. Yeah, we don't want them to be sappy. It would smell no. pretty good though. Giant pine forest and smelling. <laughs> All right. So. Could be kind of cool. We'll wrap this up. Yep. That's. Uh, been a great time having you on, and thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. I hope you guys come out and visit the Festival of Trees. You can find that at Mid-American Coaches off Highway 47, and thank you. Thanks. Thank you.